Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. The first thing I want to talk about is the seal of confession. Yes, the Catholic Church. Should Catholic priests be forced to break the seal of confession? The Vatican yesterday reaffirmed Catholic teaching that priests cannot reveal what they learn in a confession box and in an apparent response to moves in Australia and elsewhere to force them uh, to do so in cases of sexual abuse, they kind of said no. And a document from the Vatican's department which deals with the issues of the sacrament of confession, uh, the government said no law could force clergy to violate the seal because this duty comes directly from God. There you go. God is higher up than Leo Varadkar and everybody else. The document, uh, which did not mention any countries or sexual abuse crisis, uh, cases, complained of a worrying negative prejudice against the Catholic Church. And most countries' legal systems respect the religious right of the Catholic priest not to reveal uh, what he has learned in confession. And here in Ireland, by the way, we did have a ruling in a case of Cook versus Carroll, 1945. Yeah, that's a long time ago now. The High Court held that priests enjoyed a sacerdotal privilege which gives them the right to refuse or divulge any confidential communication whatever uh, made to him as a priest and uh, this has never been overruled. Now basically what they say is it's nothing to do with the physical box because that's man-made. Literally I think that was brought in the 13th to 14th century. The in the box you go into to, to give your confession to a priest. You can confess to a priest at any stage in any place as long as he's a priest and wearing his collar. Well not necessarily wearing his collar but once he is a priest you can give him a confession. It doesn't matter where it is. It can be you know in the presbytery out the back. It can be in your house. It can be on your deathbed. You can give him a confession at any time and that confession is sacrosanct according to the law. Now, we did bring in legislation in this country back in 2012, part of the Criminal Justice Bill, where nobody was above the law. But at the time, Archbishop Brady, or Cardinal Brady at the time, turned around and said, no, the Catholic Church, we don't obey those laws. We obey the laws of God. I'm paraphrasing there, by the way, but that's more or less what he said, that they would not be abiding by the Criminal Justice Bill and that the confession box was sacrosanct. In Australia, an inquiry into child abuse recommended by the, the country introduced a law forcing religious leaders to report child abuse, including a priest told of something during confession. So far, two of Australia's eight states have introduced laws making it a crime for a priest to withhold information about abuse heard in a confession box. Others are still considering their response. In May, the California State Senate passed a bill to require the seal of confession to be broken if a priest learns or suspects of sexual abuse while hearing uh, the confession of a fellow priest or a colleague such as a church worker because there has been many cases and before people jump down my throat and say but Noel it's never been an issue there have been many cases particularly in Australia where priests have confided in each other during the seal of confession and confessed to each other listen you know I was involved and I interfered with children or I sexually abused a child and bless me father for I have sinned and all that kind of carry on and priests gave them their penance and told them look you should report that to the police but it's entirely up to them whether they do or not they don't have any privilege or they don't have any obligation to go to the police church leaders in both the US and Australia have opposed such laws and the document backed them up unequivocally it said any political action or legislation initiative aimed at breaking uh, the sacramental seal would constitute an unacceptable offence against the freedom of the Catholic Church. Uh, the Church does not receive its legitimacy from individual states, but from God. Breaking the seal would also constitute a violation of religious freedom. 
But is it really a violation of religious freedom? I understand the right to freedom of speech, and I have defended that for the Catholic Church, even though I'm not a fan of the Catholic Church. But I think we go a step too far when you say that if somebody tells you, if somebody walks in theoretically, let's say hypothetically, a guy walks into a confession box and says to a priest, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. I've committed a very heinous sin. And the priest says, tell me, my son, what have you done? And he says, I raped my daughter. I feel so bad, Father. And the priest says, well, I can't forgive that sin. And I'm assuming this is the way it would go. I can't forgive that sin. Um, and I can't give you penance for that sin unless you go and speak to Angarda Shia and face your punishment for that crime. And then only God will forgive you for that sin once you repent. But you must go to the guards. And he goes, well, grandfather, but I just wanted to let you know anyway, I needed to get it off me. Conscience. And he goes, right, but I would advise you to go to the guards. Now, that man can walk out of that confession box and that priest has no obligation whatsoever to tell the guards. Actually, he won't tell the guards. I'm pretty sure he won't tell the guards. And if the guards came to him and said, listen, you know, did Joe come to you and say to you, look, that he'd raped his daughter? He, he would go, I, can, I can't tell you that because I can't break the seal of confession, father. Or guard. That's the way it works. That's the seal of confession. Where you, as a lay person, who is not a priest, if Joe came to you and said, listen, I'd rape my 12-year-old daughter, you can report him to the police. And not only can you report him, you have a legal obligation to report him under the 2012 Act of This Country, the Criminal Justice Bill. If you don't report him, you are breaking the law. You are obliged by law, just like you go to a doctor and you say, report something to a doctor and a doctor notices that a child has been abused. A doctor has an obligation to go to the guards. A psychiatrist, a psychologist, but not a priest. A priest has the seal of confession and it goes back to that ruling. So I want to ask you, do you think a priest should be forced to break the seal of confession? Or is that against the freedom of the church? Do you believe they should be forced to break that seal? In serious cases. And I don't mean, mean just, they, they seem to focus very much on sexual abuse. But let's say a murderer come in. Or somebody committed a very serious crime. I'm not talking about somebody who robbed a packet of biscuits or something like that. But let's say somebody committed a serious crime. Murder. Abuse, physical abuse of somebody, assault, grievous bodily harm, sexual abuse, rape, serious crimes. Should a priest have an obligation to go immediately to the police if somebody reports a crime like that? Let me know what you think. Yes, they should. Or no, you believe in the seal of confession and you believe it should be sacred. Pardon me, I've got a bit of a hiccup. You believe that seal should be sacrosanct. Uh, let me go to Sandra, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sandra? Hi, Niall. How are you? Uh, Sandra, it's a difficult one because on one hand, you want to protect the freedom of religion. And on the other hand, you've got the law. I do, yeah. I totally agree with that. Um, like that, this thing of being, bringing people in to be forced to do this and forced to do that. Um, uh, uh, there's a lot of crime goes in families and, uh, you know, third and fourth generations. And although they're legally and, and they should report it, they don't. So regular people do more heinous crimes and, and cover it up than priests. But where the priest comes into I do not think they should be forced to. However, I do believe they should be allowed. If somebody has been murdered and this person comes in and, you know, if the priest feels, okay, you know, they're saying and, and they've confessed. But if they're confessing, I think they're being ballsy about it. So therefore, 
Or maybe they're just the, getting the it priest. off their conscience. Yeah, well, no, I think then it should be up to the priests and he should be allowed to report it if it's a, a heinous and a horrible crime like that. I think he should be allowed. But I don't oh, he'd be, he'd be, I'd say if he did, he'd be booted out of the, the priesthood. Because, yeah, yeah, but according yeah. to the, the Vatican, you can't. You yeah, can't well, break the seal. Yeah, well, you know, I know it's a terrible thing and all that, but you can't just go search bashing everybody and then what law would they be bringing in? Oh, well, then it's allowed, you're allowed to kill somebody and then you're allowed to cover somebody's wife and then, oh, she should be allowed to break all the commandments altogether. Do you know what I mean? It's just one thing after another and I just feel nowadays that the Catholic Church is blamed for everything. Somebody dies and all this kind of stuff. Oh, you see, well, see yeah, but, yeah, but this, yeah, but Sandra, this, this all came about because of what the Catholic Church were up to and, well, individual priests within the Catholic Church and what they were up to. Yeah, and, but let me tell you, you know, I, I, I know what you're saying. But that went on in families and stuff was done absolutely. to people I know. And it's still being covered up today. I know people and it shouldn't are still be. walking around. I, but, no, but, and, but the point is, in 2012, we brought in legislation whereby, say, for example, Sandra, if you knew of a situation where a father was sexually abusing his son or daughter, right, that yeah. you, by law, have an obligation to report that to the police. And if you don't, and it's found out that you knew about it and didn't report, you can face going to jail, right? So yeah. there is a law there for the lay people, for us. Yeah. But the Catholic Church, who were responsible for the majority of that sexual abuse at the time, are the ones certainly that we've heard about, you know, yeah. I mean, they don't seem to be responsible at all. And they're not taking responsibility. And they're basically saying, well, you know, our God and the laws of our God are more important than the laws of the state. Well, no, that, that's wrong. And anybody who abuses a child, I mean, they should be brought to justice and serve it. Even I don't care if the nun or the priest involved is 90 and they're old, they should be punished. End of, right? But... Like nowadays, they're saying there's a law that if somebody, if you, if I know somebody, say shot somebody, but if I go and rat that that person who shot that person is going to come along and shoot me because it's going on all over Dublin mm-hmm. every week. You wake up to somebody shot. Why? Mostly because somebody squelched on somebody. Well, I think the and law, the, but the law particularly yeah. pertains to children, right, and the protection yeah. of children. Yeah, so, well, definitely yeah. where children is concerned, I think a priest would. Well, I've known a couple of priests and I've grew up, grown up with them and even a friend of my parents, he fell in love with a woman, but he left the priesthood. There are good in the Catholic Church, there really are. Yeah. My father was an altar boy even after he got married. But if some and, guy came in to me and I was a priest and, and he did the whole bless me father and he told me that he raped a 12-year-old or 9-year-old, if I had to leave the Catholic Church to tell the police that, I would. I would feel it would yeah. be my obligation. Yeah, absolutely. I do think that, and I, and I think that should be done. Anything like that, and it should be built into the, the into canon law. If one of your, you know, a priest and another priest knows, they should be made, you know, there, definitely there. And that should be law in Rome, and they shouldn't have to be told that, because it's, it's, it's immoral. Do you know what I mean? Okay, okay. Well, hang on. Dave, you're on Classic Hits. Dave. Hey, folks. Dave, I mean, you know, this has come about, obviously, because there has been many cases, particularly in Australia, where they've shown that one priest has confided in another another priest in relation to sexual abuse of children uh, under the seal of confession and evidence couldn't be given. Yeah. Yeah, but see, I, that's what I can't understand. Like, how can an organisation claim to be the moral, uh, moral guardians of society and then say, oh, by the way, if someone tells us they raped a kid, we're not telling you because we can't, because of some stupid dogmatic law that was written probably a couple hundred years ago. Well, they don't believe it's stupid. They, be- they believe it's a way for people to empty their conscience and repent to God. 
yeah, fine, repent to God. You can, you know, if you believe in God, you can deal with your maker when you die. But, you know, until the day you die, you live in civilized society. We have laws and rules to deal with this kind of stuff. Like, think about how many priests have probably used, like, the, the sacrament of confession as an out to clear their consciousness over the decades of, like, abuse that the church... Um, probably quite a lot, people. yeah. Yeah, do you know, they, and, like, it probably became a crutch for a lot of them where they thought, right, I know I did something really horrible, but I'll go and I'll confess and then I'll be fine and then, bang, you're back to square one again. I mean, you when, know, when, when you look at the abuse of the Catholic Church and all the reports, be it Klein or Murphy or whatever any of the reports that you look at, the amount of other priests and bishops who knew of their crimes but is mean, the most worrying part. Was it Brady that was a, he was a note-taker for some... That's um, right, yeah, yeah, the note-taker, yeah, yeah. he was the note-taker. For Brandon and, Smith. Yeah, why isn't he in jail? You know, like, because why he was he... only the note-taker, that's what he said. But it doesn't matter, like, I, I, I mean, like, just because the guy wears a frock and a collar and prays to a big sky wizard, like, he's completely um, free of any blame when someone is admitting to, like, sexually abusing and beating children. Like, does, does that not sound twisted and messed up in anyone's head? Yeah, he said he didn't feel the need at the time to report to the He didn't the feel the need, yeah. The, the, the guy, he said he was only a note-taker. Yeah, the guy admitted to some other... Well, we, well, we know this guy, Brendan Smith, Father Brendan Smith, was the probably the most prolific paedophile the Catholic Church right, had. Yeah, the guy was an animal, but it, yeah. that, that, it's not good enough. Like, I don't care what age a priest is or when it happened or how long ago it was, if you were involved or knew in any way, shape, or form, you need to face legal, legal repercussions. Like, they're still getting away with denying people, like, their birth records. And they're just to get away with the stuff with impunity. You know, like, how many redress schemes have the church said they're going to pay into? Well, this is well, this the whole point they're making. They believe that the law of God is more important and they do but, have impunity. No, but that's what I mean. Like, they're saying, like, you know, okay, we will live by the laws of the land that we decide to live by, but because we pray to God, we are above you. There is this other... Well, we do, give, we we do give them that respect, and we do give them that right in our yeah, constitution. But res- yeah, but we give them that respect in the hope that that recep- uh, respect is reciprocated back, not to be thrown in our face to get, the, get themselves out of uh, trouble. You know, it's fair enough when they say, look, there is a sacrament of confession, but if somebody confesses to X, Y, or Z crimes, we will inform the police. That would be fair enough. Do you know, like, I'm not saying, like, if some guy goes, uh, forgive me, Father, if I've sinned, I haven't paid my TV license in 10 years. <laughs> you know, correct. <laughs> if I but was if the priest, I'd be asking, how'd you get away with that? Yeah. Yeah, but if somebody is, like, is confessing to some of the most, like, abhorrent and disgusting crimes a human being can commit against another human being, they have a moral obligation to go to the police because once that person walks out of the church, they're just like, okay, blank slate, I can go back and do it again. But you're, you, yeah, but you're saying they have a moral obligation, but their morals are quite different to yours when it comes to what they can and can't say, according to the Vatican. I know, no, I know, no. You see, I think no, I think we're getting like morality mixed up with like religious dogma. Like morality, in any sense, would dictate if somebody admits to something that horrible, you have to do something about it. Saying, say, ten of our fathers and five hail marys isn't exactly a good enough punishment for well, well, in fairness to most priests, they will tell you that if somebody did come in and admitted to a heinous crime like raping a child or murdering somebody or something like that, uh, they're not going to forgive them. And they're not going to give them three, you know, Hail Marys and an Our Father. They're going to tell them to go to the police and tell them that they can't forgive that sin. But yeah. in saying that, they're still not going to walk out of the confession box and report them either. Or if the police came to them and said, listen, did Joe come to you and admit this? They, they will never 
break that seal. And that goes back, as I said, to a ruling in this country in 1945 where the High Court deemed that the sacerdotal privilege uh, gives them the right to refuse or divulge confidential communications. Yeah, in 1945, when the, the church had a stranglehold on this country. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the priests were probably consulted when they were writing these laws. Well, there would have, have to be another high court case to probably test that now and see, you know. Well, isn't there an easy way around it where we just bring in a law to say, fine, oh, you, you're entitled to, to the sacrament of confession, but if you're found to, to be withholding uh, information in a, a, a criminal case, you're also going to face legal proceedings as well. We well, well, that, well, that is the law of this country, by the way, but they, they, they're immune to the law. And at the time we brought in that legislation, I discussed it on the air back in 2012, Cardinal Brady, the, the, uh, the Cardinal or Archbishop at the time uh, of Ireland, you mentioned him, he said that the priests will not break the seal of confession, that God's law was more important. But I just, the one thing I just cannot understand is how are they still getting away with this crap? Do you know what I mean? Like, well, 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 hang on, let me, let me just go to John, because John, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? Hi, how are you doing? Uh, John, is this religious freedom or is this just stupidity that we allow the Catholic Church not to break the seal of confession? Um, it's religi- religious freedom, right? And the fact is that obviously a lot of people don't understand. Uh, look, there's a chasm of a difference between the Father Smiths and the person going into confession genuinely repentant, right? It was an open secret that like, Father Smith and others removed their own people, like as the other Carlos previously said, it was well known, right? No, that was criminality in itself, what they done, right? But there's a chasm of difference between that and the penitent. The penitent goes into the confession. Now, as you say, you don't, need, you don't need the actual box. You can kneel down in front of a priest, right, and you'll hear your confession. But the idea and the philosophy behind it is that you are the penitent, right? The priest is just a facilitator. It's between the penitent and his God, the belief of, that he believes there is a God there and that he's looking for forgiveness from God. The priest is just a facilitator in the middle, and he's just an intermediary, right? You confess your sin through the priest, through God. Then the priest, being obviously an ordained priest, gives you absolution, right? But the whole idea of it is, right, you must believe that, uh, number one, you must be truly remorseful, right? Then, like the other uh, caller said there, you're going out the door and say, oh, I just confess that. That's God, it's off my conscience, yeah. now I can yeah. go well, and do no, it, it again. Doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way, because if you do that, that makes the confession none and void. So you well, well, no, well, that doesn't matter to the, the perpetrator, whether his confession is none and void. He's got it off his conscience. That's the point Dave is well, making. Well the, well, the, well, the thing is, you see, like, I mean, he's, he's not a proper believer. Then, and the well, of course he's not. A, Dave is not a believer, no, obviously. Well, I mean, like, uh, well let, me, let me ask you a question. And in that very hypothetical situation, it's not too hypothetical, actually, because it's happened in Australia, where priests have told each other under the seal of confession that they abuse children. If a, if a man walks into a priest in Cork or Dublin or wherever it happens to be and says to the priest that I've just raped my 12-year-old daughter and the priest rightly would turn around to him and say, I believe you need to go to the police and report that. I can't forgive you that sin and that's up to God. Blah, 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 blah. And whatever a priest would say to him because obviously he's not going to give him a couple of Hail Marys and Our Father or something like that, right? Yep, yep. And But this man doesn't do that. And let's say the police get a hunch about the guy and they go to Father, whoever it is, and say, listen, were you talking to Joe? Did he mention to you you know, what he was doing on the night of the 5th of January or whatever. And the priest goes, um, no, sorry, I didn't speak to him. Because under the seal of confession, he's not going to give any information. Do you think that's acceptable? Well, he can't, you see, under the seal of confession. Well, I'm asking, but yeah, I know he can't, but I'm asking you, do you believe that's acceptable? 
which are, that, that, it's not the point whether it's acceptable or not. No, that's just the but it is the point whether it's acceptable. Isn't that what we're talking about? Whether it, it, it's acceptable no, for it, somebody it, to keep stumbling and say it, nothing. It, it, like, as I said, if somebody goes in like, and confesses something, like the priest, as you say, can, he can refuse to give an absolution. He can also ask him, like, him into, would he consider like, him going to the Gaudi or whatever. Like, but, I mean, you, you see, there's a lot of people go into confession, right? And they turn their life around because obviously they must have some twig of a conscience in the first place to actually go to a priest, right? So sometimes with the, with the priest, like, I mean, in the box or whatever it is, this is played out, I mean, the person could actually change, you know, whether it would be a murder or whether it would be something else. Like, no, you can't have a scale that somebody steals uh, a T-shirt and pennies and then somebody murders somebody or something else in between. Look, the seal of confession is the seal of confession, and it just cannot be broken. Well, okay, well, 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 Dave, there you go. There, there's the explanation from John, who is a Christian, that you just cannot break the seal of confession under any circumstances, whether it's taking a T-shirt from pennies or murdering a child. Yeah, you see, that's that's my, my problem with, with like, um, religious dogma. And, like, I, look, I've said it before, if you're a practicing Catholic, I have nothing against you. If you want to pray to the flying spaghetti monster, more power to you. But my problem with this is you have these dogmatic laws that have been there for hundreds or a thousand years where people say, oh, we can't break this rule because, you know, some knobhead wrote it down on a piece of parchment 2,000 years ago and we have to, you know, we have to abide by that. Like, if you were going to say, you know, like, religion are the ones, you know, they claim to be, like, if it wasn't for religion, we wouldn't have morality. So if you're claiming to be the moral guardianship of society, do you not have a duty of care to your parishioners and to the people who pray to your God? Like, I understand what he's saying about, like, the priest is just a conduit for you to get in contact with the Almighty. Fair enough. But if some guy comes in and says, I've murdered somebody, or I, I raped my daughter, or, you know, something really horrible like that, does the priest not have a moral obligation to go to the authorities so this guy doesn't get away scot-free and pray like hell on his deathbed and actually face legal action? Like, what about the, the victims of these abuses? So what about the victims of all these priests who probably went in you know, did their confession walk back out again and did it again because they felt like they had impunity to these things. No, we'll say, we'll say there for a second because, I, and I'll let you answer that in a second, John, but I want to go to Padraig before the break as well. Padraig, you're on Classic Hits. Greetings, Niall. Greetings, Padraig. And greetings to one of your, a big fan of yours, by the way, Tommy Hayden from Castle Park and Tala. Uh, my sister bumped into him the other day and I got paraphrasing, Niall. He said, your brother is a superstar. Sorry, not you, Niall, but me. <laughs> anyway, meantime, back to the... Right, you, you, so you're the star of the show. Is that the way it works, Patrick? It's, it's been a while, Niall. It's been a while. Listen, uh, you don't need me anymore. Uh, by the way, good, good afternoon to, to fellow legend John O'Dea, who, 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 who have struggled with you since 2010. Like, <laughs> struggled with like, me. Not like that guy, uh, Dave, there, one of the Johnny-come-latelys. By the way... Uh, oh, what? A Johnny-come-lately. This Johnny-come-lately. Johnny you, you, you're a blow-in. A blow-in. I've listened to you for the last couple of years. By the way, if, if this... Imagine this guy, Dave, saying this about the Muslim faith. He'd be taken out. And you know the old, the old adage, Niall? Hang him and flog him. But what I do with that guy, Dave, is flog him first, because there's not much point in flogging somebody when they're dead. So I flog him first and then hang him. Why? What? Because he's been, he's been completely disrespectful uh, to the Catholic Church and talking this imaginary thing. Oh, are we going to get on the road of uh, Christians and the most persecuted it's, it's, people it's, it's, in the world now, are we? It's very easy to be disparaging. Like I said, if you were a member of the Muslim or Jewish faith, you, would be, you, you, would, you wouldn't say this, my friend. Because listen, man, I, be, listen, listen, listen. I have as little respect for Judaism 
or Hinduism or uh, Islam, I think they're all stupid, silly religions. And I think religion is just the opiate of the masses. It's just a way to keep people in chains. Well, so you know, I'm not, you know, just, well, I'm well, not well, just picking on Christianity here, but well, don't be know, trying to... Do, do, no, you know you're, the, you're just no, another no, church no, apologist on now. Hold, hold on a second. You know the sad part of you, Dave, is, and now Boyle and all the other atheists is... Very, the, the, and you, you presume I never born, said it was an atheist. Hold, hold, on, hold on a second. You were born into the Catholic club, and you know the the the, 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 the gas thing about this is when you sick, uh, when you get sick, or or you you're on your deathbed, the last thing you're going to do, and Mr. Boylan will do, is say a prayer just in case. So <laughs> you're the hypocrite. Who's the I don't, I don't think I will, Patrick, in fairness. I mean, you're saying that to me now, and I don't know what I'll be doing the day before I meet the maker, if that's what you believe. Um, but but I, don't, I don't believe. But, Patrick, leaving aside your views on Islam, and by the way, I would say equally, if it comes to Islam, I believe the laws of the state should apply uh, before the laws of Allah or the laws of any other God. Uh, but getting back to this particular story, because it is about the Catholic religion, I mean, yeah. do you believe that we should change legislation or that we should have some sort of high court case to take this out of the Constitution, this protection that allows the Catholic Church to hide behind the seal of confession? Niall, anybody that defiles a child, whether they be lay or religious, uh, forget about the seal, the seal of office uh, of, of confession. What we should have, Niall, is a me. I was going to say the firing squad, that's too quick. Like I think I've said this to a previous juncture now, the rack, a medieval to- form of torture from the 1600s, or if you want to be a bit more PC, uh, hung, drawn and quartered. Okay, but I think I, we I, all agree with that, Padraig. We all agree yeah. that anybody who commits a heinous crime should be punished for it. But how do right. we punish somebody when the priests won't tell who it is because they've said it under a seal of confession? Well, let's get the stats right. I, I know you love your stats now. 2% of, of religious have defiled children. 98% of lay people. I'm going to say 98% that, percent of lay people haven't defiled people. It. 98%. Nine, no, you're 98% of lay people haven't. That's you're, you're making a mistake by the way you're wording that. 98% of lay people have not defiled children. Stop trying to pick bones out of it. You're, you're talking about 98% of cases where people have children have been defiled. It was lay people. Well, what that, that's the way you word it. Sorry, go on. Correct. 98% of people... Abused children are lay people. So put you put that in your in your pipe and smoke it. Yes, but the, yeah, but the biggest problem in the church was not the two the two percent or more of priests that abused children. It was the bishops and the other priests and everybody else who knew about it, but said nothing. But stay there, Padraig, and stay there, Dave. A lot of people are getting really upset with you now, saying typical Padraig. And the person said Padraig is so stupid he can't ar- even articulate his talking points. Take a breath now and again, you rabid clown. Niall. Yes. <laughs> Can, can I respond to that, Niall? Yes. Yeah. I, I would say that uh, cowardly texter, if he's got the gumption to come on and talk to me face to face, he's obviously inebriated, inebriated with exuberance of his own verbosity. Now that's from Shakespeare. That's how thick I am. That's from Shakespeare, by the way. Right. Continue. Okay. Okay. I, well, just, I, I have no idea why you're quoting Shakespeare. Are you trying to impress us? Okay, but, get, uh, okay, but getting, to... getting back to this particular topic, stay there for a second. I want to go to Monica as well. Uh, Monica, you're a classic kid. How are you doing, Monica? Hello, Niall. How are you doing? Good. You believe the seal of confession should be broken? Yes, because they have broke every other thing. Why can't they break, why can't they break the seal in confession? Well, I would agree. People are all a cart anyway, aren't they? Yeah. I wouldn't even dream of going to them. And if I did, I would say the same as the last time. I wouldn't give them next Sunday's 
Sorry, okay, well, well, hang on. Sorry, what are you saying, John? I said she's saying they have broken. Like, who are the they she's talking about? Who's the, who which John, day are you John, referring to, Monica? Uh, John, you, you've got a head between your shoulders. I, I'm sure you're using it, and you can use it very well, even though I fucked your ears. Yeah, but I need you to know, explain. You know they have the Catholic Church messed up. As, uh, I won't mention anybody's names. I don't have to. You know who I'm talking about. And no, they, shouldn't abuse, they shouldn't get people verbal abuse and mental abuse. It's worse nearly than, than sexual abuse. Well, obviously, look, you don't understand. Look, we'll take a from, uh, extreme example now, right? Yeah. If you're yes. talking about forgiveness, right? Adolf Hitler, the most hideous creature of a world. I don't believe in forgiveness. Right? Mm. Okay? No, if I at the very last it. minute before he committed suicide, if there was a priest in his presence, right? Yeah. Because yes. he came from a Catholic background. This is Adolf Hitler after he'd just if, be responsible yeah. for the death of six million people. Yeah, go on. Yeah, and if, if he hang, on, hang on, Monica. I'm just curious where John's yeah. going with this. Go on. No, but if he genuinely, genuinely knowing me, no, was remorseful for all that he'd done. I still put a bullet would, in his head. He would actually yes. be forgiven, but he'd be with bullshit. Well, now, who, now, in the right mind, honest to God, now, certain things are forgivable without a shadow of a doubt, John, right? Yeah. Well, you're talking about the most prolific killer in human history. Are you yeah. telling me that if there was a priest beside him before his deathbed, that he's grand, he's heading off to heaven because he's repented no, no, for killing what, what, what six million people? Are you I'm having saying, a laugh? What, I, what I'm saying is the priest would he hear his confession. And if the priest, again, as I said... The that shows you how is, nutty the whole thing is, really, no doesn't second, it? What, what I said earlier, like the priest is just a facilitator. I the couldn't priest, give a damn what he is. There's no priest no, in this world, I would hope, would even entertain a conversation with Adolf Hitler right. on his deathbed. Right. Yeah, sorry, right. Well, hang on, John. Right. Sorry, Monica. I understand what you're trying to say, John, by the way. Sorry, Monica. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Monica. Oh, yeah. You're dead right. They, they, I wouldn't tell him always the one brush. I don't think nothing... And I mean nothing of the Catholic Church. Now, let me speak. One time, I would not miss Mass. And if I miss Mass, I would be disturbed. I would not miss Mass. But now, I wouldn't give a hell if I never went to Mass and if I never saw some of the priests. And I can, I can, I, when I see a priest, I can dress him and undress him and the whole lot. At one go, I'll have his measure taken. Now, some of them, the bad ones, have the good ones ruined because you're sitting there and you're looking, you're saying, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. Now, some of them are very, very good, and I have met very, very good ones, but I have met some beauties. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Patrick, even you couldn't agree with what John just said there, could you? No, Patrick is very good. I like him. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Patrick, are you still there? Of course, I'm here now. Yeah, but, leave, I like Patrick. But, but I know you do. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't leave you, Niall. Yeah, but you couldn't even agree with what John has just said. As a, and I know you're a Christian, but okay. somebody like Adolf Hitler could not be forgiven or be given any kind of penance for what he did. Well, look, Niall, at the end of the day, uh, hope, I'm hoping this man is out there and he's, he can forgive anybody. Uh, it's quite simple. You know, that's the whole point. If you, what's the point? At the end of the day, are you, are you trying so to So do you believe everything is forgivable, Padre? I think, I, yeah, I think so, Niall. Do you really believe that, honestly, God? No, I do. Well, look. I, I think there's certain things in life are unforgivable. I'm sorry. No, well, from, from a human perspective, no, no, I agree. But if this super superpower is up there, surely for him everything is... Uh, well, you, you know, as a human being in, in society, I'm pretty sure you don't practice what you're preaching here because I'm sure there are individuals in your life that have done you bad and done things to you that you probably have never spoken to again. 
it's not really no because I'm kind of like for a kind of a fella you know and uh, you know no I'll be honest with you and uh, I, I can also no, nobody would really cross me now to be quite honest well they're not John I mean there are individuals in your life I'm sure you've fallen out with yeah, but you see, I, I'm not a higher power, so it's not... I, I well, it doesn't matter whether you're a higher power, you have to practice what you preach. If you believe that God can forgive any sin, surely you'll be in the same position as a Christian that you could for, should forgive people well, if, I, if you're going to practice what you preach. I, I as, as, as a fellow human being... Like you wouldn't me. forgive me for four months just because I slagged the men in 1916. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I there, there, there's no way I will ever forgive the likes of Martin or Leo Varadka for killing the unborn child. Well, there you go. And God, will you, you will you shake Simon Harris's hand in a year's time? No, no not not in the month of Sunday. No, well, not, well, so you don't forgive. So you're not practicing what you preach. No, no, wait, wait. He, if Simon Harris came on the television and he repented genuinely, said, "I genuinely remorseful for backing the abortion and the removal of the Eighth Amendment," and Simon Harris and Michal Martin, then I would forgive them as a Christian. But they won't do that. Okay, well, stay there for a second because I want to go to Sean after the break as well. He should be interesting. He wants to talk to Podrick. It was actually Sean that sent in that text about you earlier on Podrick, by the way. Um, all right, uh, you can keep texting. Oh, yeah. Sean and McCroom says, I'll dance with you anytime, any place, Podrick. I'll even spot you the first syllable. How does that sound, Podrick? Well, what would you expect from that septic tank yank? Oh. Clever, clever, catchy. Well, I'm a poet and I don't know it. Of course, I can actually phrase my arguments without putting them clumsily the way you did. Niall was spot on when he corrected well, well, you. First of all, you were trying to state that 98% well, well, of, 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 of people who abuse children are, are lay people. Uh, hang, on, you, hang on, Patrick, one at a time. You weren't even able to phrase that argument accurately. Yeah, you can respond, Patrick. First of all, I said at a previous juncture on the show, we... And I would take no lectures from an American guy come, li- living here, off, sponging off the Irish taxpayer, the audacity of this guy to come on the radio and berate me and other people of my ilk. When this guy... Your ilk? Yeah, I, I like to, by the way, I like to ask that... Can, we, can we stick to the topic rather yeah. than insulting each other? Yes, you're ad hominem as opposed to bolster your argument or your lack of argument somehow. Yeah, uh, yeah. By the way, by the way, Padre, it would be great if we could actually stick to the point of the conversation and argue that out, you know, childishly, if you want to, rather than you know having childish, you know, shots at each other. No, um, I'm I, not shooting it out. Oh no, yeah, okay, but okay. So the point is, Padre, Sean. Uh, well, let me, let me ask Sean first of all what he thinks in relation to this particular topic of the Seal of Confession. Um, Sean, the Seal of Confession. Is it taking away the Catholic freedom by demanding that the Catholic Church or a priest, um, you know, basically admits to what happened inside that box? Uh, I suppose. I'm not a Catholic, as you know, so I, I suppose. But I, I'm generally opposed to the interference of, of religion and, and, and the state. So uh, I wouldn't have a problem with it personally. I think it's ridiculous that there's an exception made for this. And by a lot of the same people who would have take exception, for example, a few months ago, you were discussing the issue of a religious headgear for guards. And, of course, that's, uh, oh, that's terrible. Can't be having that. But, sure, Catholicism, well, we can make all sorts of exceptions for that. But, you know, mm. it's, it's the end of the world if someone wears a headscarf, you know. So, mm. so Patrick, in other words, you won't make exceptions when it comes to, say, you know, I, I don't know a Sikh wanting to wear a turban as a member of Angarda Shia but you'll make exceptions for the Catholic Church when it comes to keeping secrets about sexual abuse. Uh, like I said, said to you previously, Niall, anybody that defiles a child, I don't care what religion... That's, not, that's it, not the question. 
the, 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 look now. Do not try. I would, and, I would expect you to answer uh, that. Uh, hold, hold on a second. Can. At the end of the day, this I, I like to ask this guy Sean a question, if that's okay, now. As long as it's related to the topic. I want to know. Number one. Was he vetted coming into this country? He said he's... He, he <laughs> What's said, that got to do with the topic, by the way? I'm just curious. He, I'm beginning to wonder. This guy said he's dabbling drugs in his youth. I'm just beginning to wonder. Did he leave, this guy leave America in a hurry? And what oh, okay. Well, uh, Sean, or should I say, Padraig, you're still not sticking to the topic. We, we, we've been through all that. We've been through that many times in the year. At this stage, it's a bit of a yawn factor to you. No, tonight. it's actually... Okay, not. so, Padraig, stick to the topic if you can. You're supposed to be this wonderful caller who comes on the air and has a lot to say to people, but what you're doing now is you're making it personal. You're not sticking to the topic. Now you're being an idiot. Hold on a second. I want. <laughs> hold on a second. What did this dude... Uh, dude, are you, are you going to actually answer the question I asked you? Or are you just going to be an idiot? Hold on a second. <laughs> this guy berated me by text. Are you trying to tell me... He I did, and you berated him as soon as he came on the air, so that's kind of even, Stephen, all right? Let's get back to the topic, please. Shoot. <laughs> the question simply was, do you believe the Catholic Church should be given some sort of uh, get-out-of-jail-free card when it comes to the seal of confession? Yes or no? And no. you said... Are you happy now, Mr. Boylan? No, no. okay, so you you're saying no. So you actually agree the Catholic Church and the priests should so tell the police... Fantastic. It's a wonderful Patrick, isn't it? it? It's wonderful. If you let me uh, background check that guy. <laughs> Are you the Migra? Are you Migra? I'm actually, well, I was part of an Al-Qaeda cell, actually. I just able to slip uh, out of the cell. No, John, no, you shouldn't have outed yourself like that on the air. No, no, hold on well, a you know, that, that guy, he's, he, he's not I'm right here, I'll, guys. I'll I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned that this guy is a criminal. <laughs> criminal background. John Bodrick, this is a pointless conversation. It's going nowhere. You just don't want to have a debate. All you want to do is slag him. Not no, my fault. It's only on one side there. Yeah. <laughs> Stay there for a second. I want to go to Mary. It's a pointless conversation. Mary, you're on Classic Kids. Go ahead, Mary. Hello, Niall. Yeah, so Hi. you heard, you heard Hi. what Sean says. Yeah, well, he kind of does understand... In some sense, you know, that they have religious freedom. But in saying that, you know, they can't be allowed to kind of keep those kind of secrets. Now, I think that if someone goes into a confessional and confesses to the priest sex abuse or murder, they should go to the guards. How can a priest go around with that on his conscience? Well, he can't. I, well, I personally would, but I'm not a priest. Well, they did. But Mary, they did go around with it on their conscience. in their bed. How can they do it? But they did do it. Oh, for many years they did it. you think, well, I mean, I was born in 1950, so I'm 69 this year. When I think of the way the priest used to get up in the pulpit and preach to us, and all this rubbish has come out about the way the Catholic Church is now, it's a disgrace. They made a laughable smile. Oh, by the way, can I ask you, by the way, Sean, as well? Thank, yeah. Thanks for that, Mary. Sure. Uh, you're right. Uh, do you believe that the Catholic Church, Catholicism, and religion are being attacked worldwide? Because somebody said here, not typical, bring on the American to attack the Catholic Church. I don't think Sean has attacked the Catholic Church. I didn't Church. attack it. Yeah, I just I said it doesn't deserve a free pass. That's all. Just like I, I wouldn't. But is this erosion? Is it erosion of faith? When we bring up topics or you constantly hear in the news the church are not allowed to do this anymore or they're not allowed to do that anymore, you can't discriminate against this anymore, or you can't, as we heard about a rugby player, of course, who lost his job because he quoted the Bible in relation to homosexuality. I 
I don't see it as an attack on faith. I see it as a strengthening of the lines between government and, and religion, those lines that were set up at great cost hundreds of years ago in, in revolutions all over Europe and preserved through the centuries, because people know what lies on the other side of that if that line disappears. So no, I don't see it as an attack. It's merely keeping it in its place. Religion is fine as long as it doesn't interfere with, with the... But it does. The, but I mean, no matter what religion you're talking... Yeah, but whatever, no matter what religion you speak of, religion is constantly going to... This, this division is going to become worse because society right. is progressing, but religion is stuck in time. Well, if you look at in Europe, general, I mean, I'm talking look, about Islam, Judaism, if, uh, Catholicism. If you, look, if you look at Europe as a whole, and Ireland in particular, religion has been fading for decades now. I say, I don't know. Well, then the gap is widening, years. isn't it, between logic and religion and faith? Isn't the gap is kind of widening, isn't it? It was. It was. It was there. It was never easy to defend these beliefs logically to begin with, and now it becomes more and more difficult. Yes, as we know more and more about the universe, it becomes even more. Again, I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend Why don't you go and get people. yourself a job? <laughs> He's still there. <laughs> Why don't you go and get yourself an argument? A you know something? Did you, did you even work in America before? Start out with a proposition and then pr- produce evidence to support that proposition and reach a conclusion. Try it sometime. Yeah. You might find it refreshing instead of just foaming at the mouth and, and going, bad man, bad man, bad man. For somebody who likes to accuse people of being a snowflake, you're awfully snowflakeish. You get very bent out of shape and can't because actually address you, you, the you argument. Know why you, are, you know why you're, you're so eloquent? Because you don't work. Because I'm smarter than you? To study. I think that probably has something to do with it, but yeah, go on. Okay, listen, guys, I have to wrap it up. Thank you very much, DJ Podrick, Sean, and Mary, and everybody got involved in that conversation. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.